Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Japanese Village, delicious steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Topped off with our famous sesame and ginger sauces. Come celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, or anytime at Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. We want to see you. to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Well, really pleased that you could tune in today. We uh, brought you the early morning Oilers game, 8 o'clock face-off. They beat the Cologne Sharks 4-3 in overtime. We had overtime open line. Rob and I took calls, talked about the game. We've been rolling through Oilers now. We had Craig Simpson on. We had Andy Ide from Seattle about the upcoming expansion team. And now we are making Coco, the producer of the upcoming... Well, it's not upcoming because it has been shown. Upcoming in Edmonton, the documentary about Grant Fuhrer, the producer, Adam Scorge, in studio. Adam, great to see you again. Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm really pleased that you came in. You're all decked out in your Making Coco hat. You got the hoodie, so you have all the merch to go along with the film. All the gear, yeah, that's available at Puck Hockey. Uh, and if you put in the, the code PREMIERE, you'll get 20% off. And it is, I'm not going to lie, I'm not just going to say it because it, it's the film we made, but it is dope gear. Like, everyone, like, <laughs> like, every great. time I go everywhere, every people are like, dude, where can I get some of that? Even Grant was jealous because I had it like a week before him, and he's like, uh, what's going on here? How come you have this? before me and I'm like uh, my order came in for you <laughs> that's awesome well it looks great uh, you can follow I, I tweeted out obviously your link and the making Coco link on my Twitter account which I'm sure most people are already following anyway uh, I've seen the trailer for the film how can people watch that uh, so the trailer if you google it it's all over but Oilers have posted it on their Facebook right. on their Twitter it's also out if you you know google making Coco now at this point it's all over the internet but it's on my Facebook and stuff as well and the making Coco uh, Twitter handle it's you can find it there too all right I, I've been mentioning for the past couple of days on the airwaves here uh, but I wanted to get you in to talk about it because now you have the date the time and the location to show it finally, well, I don't want to say finally in Edmonton, but to show it in Edmonton, and you couldn't have picked a better spot. No, well, that's why it took a while to put together <laughs> as we are doing it, you know, October 17th uh, at Rogers Place, uh, tremendous outlet with Grant, going to be doing a Q&A afterwards with uh, Simpson, Lowe, and a few other of his legendary friends. Like, it truly is going to be a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Proceeds are going to the Edmonton Community Foundation. This, it just took a while, right? It said to get the OEG machine and all the clearances and also like we had to you know they had to do a lot to get the screen to work right because we okay. really wanted it to look beautiful and we couldn't do it on the big screen because that would just open up too many seats oh and- so there's going to be a 
Yeah, a different the, screen. Oh man, the, the way that Rogers wow. is setting this okay. up is it's honestly like as we were saying before we went on air, like we think it's going to set a Canadian record and be right in there with the world class venues. Like the 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 Thompson in Toronto during TIFF is only twenty six hundred seats. Khan's biggest theater is twenty three. Sundance is fourteen hundred. This would be thirty eight hundred, and it's going to be done in such a spectacular fashion. Like you can probably hear, I'm so yeah, excited this that great. this is coming through. That when we said we were going to do something very special in Edmonton, we weren't lying. So it just took us a while to put it together but it's it's all coming together now okay so uh october 17th that's the date before the oilers home, home opener, opener so yeah. that, that, that's that's cool and a tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 at 10 through yeah. the rogers place website the rogers, so place, rogers website, place website 20 bucks or if you i'm sure if you follow any of the oilers stuff there right. they're our partner on this they're promoting it everywhere so yeah if you jump on those sites you can you can find your tickets but uh, i'm not like some pre-sales went today and uh, you know I, I i'm honestly not just trying to say this don't wait to get tickets i had my family buy for <laughs> like they're gonna go every event the, the Grand Fear, this making Coco was sold out faster than any project we had at Calgary International Film Festival is their fastest selling closing night gala they had in Toronto. It sold out three weeks in advance than we thought. And with the Oilers pushing it and sending it out to their season's ticket holders, don't wait. As soon okay. as it opens tomorrow. And you tomorrow, said it's 3,800. Yes. It's, it's not a, the 16, no, 18,000 seat configuration. No. So don't think you're yeah. just going to wander in that Yeah, night. don't. Yeah. like. And I know a ton were sold today. Like, Don't think you're like, oh, we'll get it later. Like, Even a few of my friends are like, oh man, like I can't get any now. And I'm like, yeah, I told you, don't wait. Like jump <laughs> on there and get them. Well, th- that's incredible. It's it, it's going to be shown there. So again, 10 a.m. tomorrow, rogersplace.com, making Coco uh, about Grant Fuhr. Nobody better to tell that story that, that, than Adam Scorgi. I mean, we, we've talked to you several times. Uh, by the way, if you're kind of like Adam Scorgi, Adam Scorgi, Ice Guardians, you made Ice Guardians, a uh, big, uh, awesome movie Thank about you. enforcers in the National Hockey League, well, in hockey in general. Yeah. Uh, really well done. Okay, but let, let me ask you this, because you were on my evening show, I don't know, a couple months ago, and we were teeing up making cocoa and, and getting, getting it rolling because you're like, hey, like, you know, we're it's done. Like, yeah. we got to start talking about it. And you you had the you told us about the Toronto show and you told us about the Calgary show, so I and I still get asked like they're like get to ask Adam like when Edmonton how come Edmonton not first like they're just, but there are some logistics in the yes. film world that are undeniable here. Well, that was one like the one is we we've been working on this with OEG Oilers Entertainment Group for a while right mm-hmm. like we wanted to do something world class that hadn't been done I've never done this in my career done something in an arena like this so we it took a while like once we saw and we went into OEG and the presentation they put together and how they were setting up the screen and everything we're like oh this is what took so long like. There's a lot of logistics you don't think about in the, you know, setting up security and because the ice is still there and it's day before home opener and when's the best for the fans. And like, there's so much that like I didn't, like normally you rent a theater and you find a date and it's, you know, so that's the only reason why. Plus Grant's schedule, we had to make sure he was here because we want him to be able to, you know, do a hot stove and meet the fans and, you know, have some of Grant's former teammates involved. So all those things were why it took a while to do an Edmonton. And we didn't just want to do an average screening. So we really wanted, you know, we wanted Rogers from day one. One, but it just took a while to all the pieces to come together. So it's shown in Toronto and shown it's in shown Toronto, in Calgary. Shown in Calgary. Both uh, Grant Fear got standing ovations when he walked to the screen in both times. Awesome. Q&A in Calgary was just amazing because we had Poplinski up there and uh, <laughs> Jamie McKinnon and it was... Uh, 
it, it, it's been it's been tremendous, and I think Elliot Friedman kind of gave the best compliment or review we've heard so far. Where he hosted our Q and A in Toronto, and he said, "You know, Grant, I've known you for years. I've interviewed you dozens of times, but I've never seen this side of you right. that you shared in the documentary." And he's like, "I hope other players take note of this, and that they do the same thing because this was tremendous to watch you share yourself with the honesty and commitment that he did." Are, are you able to sit in with the audience? As as a producer, I always and take do. the film in. I always what's, do. What's that like? I, it's my there fa- must, There's got to be unexpected reactions both, yeah, both so ways sometimes. It's uh, I love watching when people get emotional and they cry. I love seeing where the humor was, and that was something that was really interesting. Is we've got we got several laughs in Toronto, but we got way more laughs in Calgary because oh, okay. so many more people understood the Battle of Alberta more, right? So yeah. when Poplinski was making comments, like the audience got it right away, and. It was, uh, it's, it's my favorite part. Like usually the festival's always like, oh, Adam, you probably just want to go for dinner or something. I'm like, no way. I want to watch everybody <laughs> react to the movie. I usually stand at the back though. I can't sit. I kind of pace and watch. And, and then after you've screened it a few times, you get to know like where the laughs are going to be or where people start getting emotional and stuff like that. Adam Scorgi in studio on Oilers now, producer of Making Coco, documentary about Grant Fewer. So again, October 17th at Rogers Place, seven o'clock, tickets tomorrow at 10 and uh, you get them, get them quick. It's a, a seating configuration of 3,800 for the movie. Um, was it like, did you have to talk Grant into opening up about anything, or was he pretty no, much on board? You know what was funny? As obviously, when we first started, Grant wasn't just because Grant's not a guy that really like wants to be like, here's me, I'm awesome, right. right? That's never been his thing. So initially to convince him, right, like Don, the director, Don Metz and I, like Don really wanted to do this and he'd been working on Grant for a while. And I mean, he's known Grant for 20 year, twenty plus years. So the trust with Don, you know, really helped. And then Grant had seen Ice Guardians and mm-hmm. loved it. So the combination, he was really trusting with us. We built great rapport. And I know we were dancing around the whole suspension thing. We brought it up with Grant early saying like, we, we can't not address this, right? We can't miss the elephant yep in the room otherwise we'll get panned by critics sure. and but Grant was like it's already out in my book he's like and he, he like even the day we were like okay we're gonna bring this up with Grant we'll see how it goes and Grant's like guys I've already lived through this once and now that I know the ending it's not that hard to go right. through it a second time <laughs> that's a good way right? to think of it yeah. and we were like oh like like this thousand pound weight was taken off of our shoulder being like oh okay well perfect and but something I will really credit Grant for is that he, he's just I think because he's so happy in his life now and he's got no skeletons in the closet that for him, sure, there's emotional days and stuff like that, but he just was just like out of everyone we've interviewed, there's just nothing to hide. He's like, yeah, like I, I already faced this back in the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, or his late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, sure. So like, as he keeps saying there and just I've already lived through it once, like it's not that tough to go through it again. That's going to be incredible to, I, I can't wait to, to, to see the film and, and Ice Guardians was so good. So I got, I, and I got to throw you a question. I mean, Rob and I were talking about like the the Tom Wilson hit. Yeah, I, I don't even know if they're gonna care that if he made head contact or yeah. not. I think they're just gonna be like, why do you keep showing up here? And I mean, that's what he did is not an ice guardian move. No, that's not what it is. No. But part of the thing that that is not that's so tough, like I looked at that hit and I've seen it from different angles and everything else, is that you know comes back to what we do talk about in Ice Guardians, is the speed of the game has gotten so fast. Yeah. So it's so easy for people saying, well, he should have eased up or he should have done this or shouldn't. But when you're going 35 miles an hour and you're trying to be a physical player that's trying to stay in the game and stay competitive and earn that big contract he signed, it's really easy for me to sit up in the stands and be like, man, he saw it and shouldn't have done it and this and that. But you're trying to earn that big contract so I'm sure he's trying to be valuable out there I'm not saying the hit is okay but man is it ever tough like 
this is where, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if in a decade they just get rid of hitting because the arguments now with how fast it's getting, how do you determine, like, was it one second too late? Was it one second too soon? Like, they're going so quick now. It's hard. Like, I, I don't agree with the hit and definitely that one anytime a guy's cutting there. But, you know, I think we also need to start bringing back the onus on the player not putting himself in a vulnerable position. That used to be talked about more a decade ago. It's really not now. Just anytime a guy gets hit, it's like the other guy's fault. But... Don't go headfirst into the boards. Don't put yourself. Don't put your head down and be vulnerable in the open ice, right? They, so there's a lot going into it. I don't agree with that hit. I think definitely like there could have been, but you know when you're coming at that speeds too. Another thing is when you're looking at size, not particularly the Tom Wilson hit. Yeah. But how does a six four guy hit a guy that's five ten, even if it's clean, and that guy tucks down? Like now that's yeah, elbow, shoulder to head. Like yeah. it's. It's going to be a complicated issue the more and more we get into this and this is the game keep staying as fast as it is and they keep the two lines open. This is going to come up. I think just about every big hit in the league is going to be questioned in the next couple of years. Uh, Adam, Megan Coco doing great. Going to be awesome to see it here in Edmonton. And then uh, I, like I know for you, I, I have to just be before, but like you're, if you make a movie, you never stop promoting it. No. You, you just make a new one and add that to the list of all the movies you have to promote because you're always trying to get them out there. Like you told that whole story about getting Ice Guardians on Super Channel and iTunes, and that was uh, how hard you pushed for that was, was amazing. So I know you'll be doing that with Making Coco. Do I dare ask if you have a project on the go right now? Oh, yes. That you can announce. You you can more than well get <laughs> So <laughs> We have several here. We, uh, we're wrapping up on Donovan Bailey's documentary right now. I can't oh. say for what network work on what series because they're going to officially announce that but that's going to be a tremendous piece uh we're in the late stages doing the final cuts on uh inmate number one the rise of danny trey yeah. we're hoping that's going to premiere at sundance or slam dance or south by southwest early in the new year and then we're going to be starting on the recount uh michael bisbing ufc fighter and i will be bringing him to edmonton for several shoots and i'm hoping to bring him to his first nhl hockey game at the oilers so uh that is going to be starting next month as well so things are i can't be better for the scorgy team uh i have a very talented group of guys i am just the loud mouth that always promotes these things but there is a tremendous amount of people behind me like at group picks and pollyanna everybody that edited don Metz, the director shane our producer there's a great team. I'm only one, like Grant is for the great team he played for. He's one key component. I am, but I am just that constant promoter. As you know, I put creative hustler in my business card, right? Because that well, is what good. you constantly you're, have to do. Well, you're making great content and, and you tell great stories and you and you represent Edmonton very well, obviously. So thanks for coming in on Oilers Now again. We'll be doing this a lot for years to come, but thanks for dropping by. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Reed, as always. Adam Scorgi, Macon Coco, Rogers Place website, tickets on sale 10 a.m. tomorrow. It's showing at Rogers Place October 17th. Head coach of the Saskatoon Blades when we get back. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Rob texting in says, uh, Reed, if you can't go to making cocoa at Rogers Place on the 17th, where else can you view it? Well, that's still to come. That's kind of what Adam and I were getting into. They keep promoting it. They keep trying to get it out there on more more platforms. So uh, keep watching for that kind of stuff. And don't forget to book with New West Travel. Oilers fans, join Oilers now on two great road trips to Nashville and Las Vegas to see the Oilers play in two of the most exciting arenas in the league. The Oilers now package includes airfare, accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, a welcome reception with Bob Stoffer and special guests, and parking at Value Park at Edmonton International.
International Airport. Limited space to get on these road trips to see Nashville and Vegas for the Oilers Now road trips. Call the travel experts, New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or get them online at newwesttravel.com. All right. Game tonight at Rogers Place should be a good one. The Saskatoon Blades meeting the 5-0 Edmonton Oil Kings. Mitch Love is the coach of the Blades. Mitch, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir? Not too bad. How are you guys doing today? Doing very well. Thanks for making time for us. I know you just played last night in uh, Red Deer. Uh, I was kind of following this one on Twitter and, and uh, checking the box score. I, I know it didn't go your way with the Rebels winning 5-4, but it sounds like it was a pretty entertaining game. Yeah, definitely. We uh, we came out with a real good start. Uh, you know, it was something that we were really stressing as a staff leading into the hockey game and, and found ourselves uh, with some early power plays and, and some success there. And, uh, you know, just as the game wore on a little bit, I thought uh, we got a little bit complacent with our play, um, which ultimately led to the Rebels, uh, you know, working themselves back into the hockey game on, on some, you know, a little bit of mental blunders uh, defensively by our group and and some stuff that we definitely need to correct on uh, here today as we play, uh, you know, very uh, competitive and, and high-octane uh, offense here with the Oil Kings. Yeah, well, the Oil Kings off to a great start. Plus, they've only allowed eight goals in five games, so they're uh, they're clicking around. You guys, you guys are three and two now. Yes, three yep. and two. I mean, you have Kirby Doc on your team. He's an Edmonton area product. He's expected to go very high uh, at the uh, next NHL draft in June in Vancouver. Tell us a little bit how uh, he's been. And, and you know what it's like, Mitch? I mean, you've been in junior hockey for a while. Kids can grow up, change a lot from the ages of 16 to 20, and uh, sometimes they got to deal with all the expectations and the hype. How, how is Kirby dealing with some of the expectations placed on him this year? Well, he's been real good so far. I mean, I've, I've had the chance to work with him here and at the time the Helenka Gretzky Cup in July, so it was a real good crash course for both myself and him uh, in terms of our relationship working together. And you know, I think one thing I've come to understand with Kirby is is he's a very um, very diligent player in terms of uh, being a student of the game. Uh, you know, he's very intelligent, has a high hockey IQ, and, and is really motivated to to get to where he needs to get to. And and I think the one thing that, like most young hockey players, um, they when when they start worrying about what the draft looks like for them in June, that's when their their place starts to suffer. And I'm and I you know I think that's the big thing that you know not just Kirby but any young hockey players just got to take it as a day to day process. And, and what, what can we control is is what's in front of us today. And and he's done a real good job of that so far. Uh, you know, obviously the the blades trying to to build up here, and uh, you guys are off to a pretty good start. Uh, Saskatchewan. I, I know you weren't with the Blades last season. You were in the other conference, but Saskatchewan was was tough last year. Uh, not all those teams are are going to be as strong as they were last year. Do you, do you think the the division is there for you guys to grab, or how do you handicap it, Mitch? Well, I see it very competitive. I, I, I you know, even the Mooshas and the Reginas and the Swifts that you know put a lot into their programs last year to take a run at the at the WHL championship are still very well coached uh, and got some players that are left over from, from those clubs that, you know, can lead their teams. And, and I know they're not off to probably the starts they're looking for, but it's a long hockey season. And then, you know, we started out 3-0, and and, and here we are 3-2. and So, um, you know, there's just a lot of parity in the league in the Central Division here, especially with the Oil Kings this year. It's going to be a much better co- uh, division than it was last year. Um, so this conference is going to be tough. It's uh, There's no easy nights in this league, and, and that's one thing our guys are really going to need to start to understand is, 
you know, uh, it's nice fine and dandy. Everybody wants to talk about, well, we could be good or this. It's it's about whether you're good today, and, and that's a matter of what we've really stressed to our guys over the last month here through training camp and to this point. Right on. Well, 7 o'clock tonight, this is a, a fun early season showdown. You probably hate when guys like me and the media hype it that way, Mitch, but please forgive me. So <laughs> uh, all the best uh, the rest of the season. Thanks for checking in on Oilers Now, and we'll talk to you down the road. Yeah, thanks for having me on today. That is Mitch Love, the head coach of the Saskatoon Blades. 7 o'clock tonight, Rogers Place. They will face your Edmonton Oil Kings. Hey, this day in Oilers history, presented by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group vacation package with New West Travel and receive free parking at Value Park at Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Brendan, this is a good one. Oh, you're you're fulfilling my challenge of all WHA this day in Oilers histories. I actually had forgotten that I challenged you that, so you, you could have you could have not done it, <laughs> and I never would have known. Uh, on this day in 1977, for the first time ever, the Oilers get a win over an NHL opponent, beating the St. Louis Blues 4-3. It was an exhibition game played while the Oilers were in the WHA, and obviously the Blues were in the NHL. That's a beauty of uh, this day in Oilers history. Thank you. And if you stay tuned, later this month, we'll have their first actual win in actual competition, not exhibition. In, I won't in the NHL. Yeah, I won't give it away. A lot of people probably remember that one, day, but we won't give it away it's for, for the younger audience. So are you going to have another WHL, WHA history tomorrow? I can certainly dig for one <laughs> if we want to keep the theme going. <laughs> well, I think we have to, though, though I probably will have forgotten by that time tomorrow. I'm sure you're sitting there uh, looking at your phone. I just got the update. 20 games for Tom Wilson. What do you think? 20 games. 20 games. Yeah, I I, I thought it would be double digits. And, and again, not so much of because of this hit itself, but because George Peros is probably thinking, like, what are you doing? How many times do you have to come in here before maybe you figure something out? So a quarter of the season. Caps don't have Tom Wilson. Well, they we're quick to Look, forget. I, the, I I am of the belief, and I know when Rob and I talk about this, and he he's a former NHL player. He's of the belief too that ex, that the suspension should be more severe in general. So I, I would have sooner see him get twenty than get eight. Absolutely, I agree. All right, Dave Campbell has inside sports tonight. He'll be sitting in for me this evening. He's uh, just getting back from Eskimos practice, so he'll have the latest there. Tomorrow, we got Louis DeBrusque on the show. And Brian Burke, presented by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service. Canadian Power Pack, electrical, prefabrication, and solar. Oilers win at 4-3 in Cologne in overtime. More on 630Ched.com. Thanks to Brendan Escart, our producer. My name is Reed Wilkins. Have a pleasant day. Afternoon news is next. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.